Hi, and welcome back to The Eclectic Healer. I'm Christy Brower, and I am The Eclectic Healer. You might be asking yourself why I called myself that. Well, let me tell you a few things about myself, and that might help you to understand. I went to college to be a social worker. I did work in mainstream mental health for 10 years, and then I left that job to pursue my spiritual gifts along with my skills as a social worker. So I like to think of myself as a spiritual social worker because I am still a social worker. I also have worked for the last 15 years as a professional psychic and master healer. So I have a lot of mental health and energy combo ideas and thoughts about healing. I also did my first two years in college as a music major. So I'm really big into vibrational healing and using music to heal yourself. And so you're going to find that I'm going to use all of those skills to share with you ways to heal yourself. The other thing is, is I'm a master Christologist. I love stones. I love working with stones. I'm going to talk about stones on here. So I've learned many modalities of energy healing and I don't share a specific one, you know, uh, I don't find that to be like a badge of honor, the things I've been attuned to and studied. It's more like I learned all those skills to put them together to be who I am. And that's who I want to share with you. So that's why I'm the eclectic healer, because I have a lot of different angles that I come at from, you know, when I'm talking to you, when I'm working with my clients, it's always a combination of all of my skills. And so when I was thinking about what to call this podcast, my wife actually said, you know what you should be? You're the eclectic healer. And I have to tell you that Rhonda is always right. And she has a tendency to name things for me because she's a little bit better at looking at me and going, you know what you are? You're this. My radio show that I had for seven years was called Kindred Spirits. Well, you know why? Because she read that name in a book, woke me up and said, hey, your radio show is supposed to be called Kindred Spirits. <laughs> so as you can tell, we live by our intuition around our house quite a lot. But that's why I called myself the eclectic healer is that I want to use all of my skills. And when I worked in mainstream mental health, I couldn't use all of my skills. I only used part of them and I would get discounted. I remember very clearly once in a staff meeting, we were discussing what to do about a particular situation with a resident at the group foster home where I worked. And I said, I feel we should do blah, blah, blah. And my boss looked at me and said, I don't pay you to feel. I pay you to think. What do you think? And I realized that thinking and feeling are not separate for me. They're all one thing because I've really worked on integrating my intuition. I believe in full body integrated intuition. And we're going to talk a lot about that here on the show. But I, it's one thing that is so important to me that I don't really separate my intuition out from my thoughts anymore. Haven't for a long time. And when she said that, I went, you know, I'm in the wrong place trying to do 
the work I want to do in the wrong situation. And it wasn't long after that that I left working as a mainstream social worker and started on my path as a healer because I want to use my skills as a social worker and my skills as a healer and my skills as, uh, you know, a, a crystal healer and a musician. And I want to put it all together and use whatever feels right in the moment and not feel like there's some stuff that I'm not supposed to do or not supposed to say. I used to sneak crystal healing in a little bit with my kids at the group foster home where I worked. I had a bunch of uh, worry stones in my drawer. And whenever I had a kid that was struggling with anxiety at school or something, I would give them one of those and I would say, okay, this is just to help you when you're worried, carry it in your pocket, rub it with your thumb whenever you feel nervous or worried. And I can't even remember now how many of those I gave out. And then they, oh, I lost mine or I dropped it and it's shattered. Can I have a new one? And so I was constantly buying those out of my own pocket uh, to have them for the kids because it helped them, right? Because crystal healing helps people. Now, I know, you know, that gets pretty woo-woo and some people are like, you know, crystals don't have magical powers. And I don't think any of us think crystals have magical powers. They just have energy. And that energy does something for us, right? Whenever I get this pushback about stones, I always sort of step back and look at the person I'm talking to and see what kind of jewelry they're wearing. Because I'll tell you what, it is a rare moment to meet someone who is not wearing some kind of stone on their body, right? I, uh, I've talked to many old uh, lapidaries. So they're the people who cut stones, you know, and I live in Idaho. We're actually known as the gem state because there's lots of uh, mining of gems, sapphires and stuff like that up in northern Idaho. But there are there's tons and tons of obsidian where I am. There's tons of agate, lots of stuff, right? So going to a rock and gem show here is not so much a metaphysical experience as it is just a rock hounding experience. And talking to those, those rock hounders that have been, you know, cutting stones and stuff forever, he'll tell you, oh, yeah, we're not into that metaphysical stuff because, you know, uh, stones don't have magical powers. And then you look at like this huge display of jewelry that they've made or beautiful stones that they've carved or whatever. They've obviously dedicated a huge amount of their lives to working with these stones. And I just laugh and I just think it's kind of obvious, you guys. It's kind of obvious. So I'm going to talk a lot about crystals here on the show because I love them. I have a ridiculous amount of them, to be perfectly honest, and I like talking about stones, and I like talking about how to use stones and what they're good for, because I feel like when I was first starting out, and even a long ways into my spiritual journey, there were times when I was like, I like this stone, but I don't know why, and I don't know what to do with it. So that's a part of what I'm going to do here on The Eclectic Healer, is talk about how to use various stones. So the stone I'm going to talk about today is Amazonite. So if you're watching the video, you can kind of see it, but my green screen is picking it up a little bit. But Amazonite is a blue-green stone that has some white veining in it. And you can get it pretty much 
any metaphysical shop. It's not a hard one to come by. For me, Amazonite is a truth stone. Amazonite helps you get to the bottom of a situation. Here's the thing about working with stones. There are a couple of um, sort of scientific, uh, I don't know, properties isn't the right word, um, actions that we take on stones for them to either hold or release energy. Now, I'm talking, this happens in electronics all the time, computers, uh, watches, that kind of thing with quartz and garnet and sapphire. And it, so it's either uh, piezoelectricity, which is pressure or releasing pressure, or pyroelectricity, which is changing the temperature of the stone. Those things cause a stone to either hold an energy or release it. So that's why when we hold a stone, we like holding it in our hand. We like rubbing it with our thumbs. You know, we like coming into physical contact with stones. I'm sure those of you listening today have done this yourselves. If you've carried them in your bra or in your pocket, you put them under your pillow at night, you hold them in your hand when you go to sleep. I've heard all these things from people. And that's because when you interact with a stone, when you hold it in your hand, you are placing pressure on the stone. You're also changing the temperature. So the stone releases the energy that it's holding, right? And every stone just has a different kind of energy. It's just what we're drawn to, what we're not drawn to. You might have some stones that you're like, eh, that's not so much for me. And some other stones that you just can't get enough of. And that's just because you're drawn to the energy of that stone. And that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. And that just indicates stones that are good for you to work with. But when you're trying to get to the bottom of something, trying to get to the truth of something, whether it's inside yourself or it's about another person or a situation, carrying a piece of Amazonite in your pocket and just holding that in your hand, rubbing it with your thumb. As you think about it, as you work on that issue, you'll find that it gets a little easier for you. So that's our stone of the day. I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk about how to use your own personal truth detector. So I will be back in just a moment. And we're back. So did you know that you have a truth detector built into your body? You may or may not have. You may have come into contact with this before. You may not. It's something that we all have to learn how to identify and then trust. It's mostly about trust because when I tell you what it is, you're going to go, oh yeah, I know about that. But do you listen to it? Do you trust it? Do you allow it to be the thing that answers the questions for you? Okay. I'm talking about your solar plexus, which is the part of your body below the bottom of your sternum to the top of your belly button. That's your solar plexus. That chakra is an energy center that's very important when it comes to self-esteem and personal power and will and stuff like that. But that is not all it is. It is also your personal truth detector. You can use your solar plexus kind of like a pendulum and ask it yes and no questions. Now, when I want you to think back to a time in your life when you had a big decision to make. Did you ever feel sick in your stomach about something and go, that doesn't feel right to me? You know what I'm talking about? Or you have this good feeling in your belly, like this warm feeling in your belly, like, okay, I know I'm in the right place. 
that is your internal truth detector. Now, you may have just come across it sometimes accidentally, but here's the reality. You can use it on purpose whenever you want. So put your hand on your solar plexus because it helps to interact with yourself. And then ask yourself a yes or no question. Anything. It can be anything. And look for how you feel. We all know that sick feeling in our bellies. If you get that, guess what? That's a no. If you get a warm, fuzzy feeling in your belly, that's a yes. That is your internal truth detector. It is built into you and it's been acting your entire life. And sometimes you may have noticed it and other times you haven't. And I'll bet there are times that you felt it and you didn't trust it. And later you went, oh, I knew that. You know, when we say things like I had a gut feeling or I felt that in my gut. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about here. You're just interacting with part of your energy body. And you probably just didn't realize the action that it takes and the job that it does for you. So when you do it intentionally, you'll find that it's much more useful. It also gets stronger when you trust it. It's kind of like how your self-esteem gets better when you trust yourself. Same concept. So when you are working on the truth of something, whatever it is, always use your truth detector. Is this the right thing? Am I making the right choice? Should I do this? Should I go to this place? Should I talk to this person? always check in with your solar plexus. You're going to find that you will get the answers that you need on a regular basis. You may sometimes get answers you didn't want. You might actually get an answer that says, this isn't the right thing. And you really wanted it to be the right thing. And that's where trusting it really comes into play, is that it's super important that you trust that no matter what. And that can be the hard part, but it's okay if you mess up, just keep trying. This is about practice. It's about practice and it's about becoming more familiar with your energy body and what your energy body feels like. So I want to encourage you to try your internal truth detector. Give it a shot. Maybe even decide for the next week you're going to trust it no matter what see what happens. I bet you're going to find out a lot of truth for yourself. Thank you for joining me today. I am the Eclectic Healer, and I will be back with lots more great content.